Welcome to Transformation Radio, radio that matters. Yeah. 
Um, this is Dustin Grant, and today I am phasing up from phase three to phase four. Um, if I was want to reflect on what God did for me in phase three, <clears throat> God kind of refined my my heart and gave me a new perspective on how I view serving other people and what the importance of that is in my life and what God's calling me into. There was a lot of times through third phase I was struggling. And I was so fixated on looking at myself and what I was doing wrong and how, why God was allowing things to come into my life that it, I received so much clarity at the end of third phase because it's not about me. It's not about nothing that I'm doing when I'm struggling. It's about how can I help a brother to die to myself, to uplift him and value him more than myself. When I received that revelation of what it really means to have a servant's heart and to serve somebody else and put them ahead of my own needs, it changed things. It changed my perspective. Through third phase, I lost seeing brothers continue to become self-looking and just looking at themselves, worrying about themselves, and I seen them drop off like flies. It was very disheartening. Some really good friends I just seen continue to backslide and get kicked out of the ministry. It was, I took a, an emotional loss and uh, took it very personal going through this ministry, seeing a lot of my close friends leave. And um, as I say here today, and um, I'm grateful for what God's done because third phase is not meant to be easy. Um, I'd like to give a couple shout-outs to a couple brothers that um, really have a whole place in my heart that I love, and I just want to kind of tell them thank you for being real and just being here and kind of just uh, being my friend. Um, Travis Myers, man, I love you. I love you with all my heart. I believe, I'm glad and grateful that God brought you back into this ministry and into my life. Are you... You know, thank you just for being there, especially when I need prayer, just someone just to be honest and speak truth into my life. You know, thanks, Travis. Um, you know, uh, David Durr, I was there when the day you came in. You know, dude, uh, that, this word of encouragement today about third phase is kind of directed towards you and Tate and Brad and Derek Blevins, all my brothers in third phase, guys. If you make it through this, God's going to refine your character to do something a lot greater in life than you can imagine. I love you guys. The scripture I'm going to leave you with today is Proverbs 11.25. A generous person will prosper. Whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. I'm going to say that one more time. A generous person will prosper. Whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. Thank you, guys. July 18th, the New Testament. Romans chapter 4, verse 13 through chapter 5, verse 5. Clearly, God's promise to give the whole earth to Abraham and his descendants was based not on his obedience to God's law, but on a right relationship with God that comes by faith. If God's promise is only for those who obey the law, then faith is not necessary, and the promise is pointless. For the law always brings punishment on those who try to obey it. The only way to avoid breaking the law is to have no law to break. So the promise is received by faith. It is given as a free gift, and we are all certain to receive it, 
whether or not we live according to the law of Moses, if we have faith like Abraham's. For Abraham is the father of all who believe. That is what the Scriptures mean when God told him, I have made you the father of many nations. This happened because Abraham believed in the God who brings the dead back to life and who creates new things out of nothing. Even when there was no reason for hope, Abraham kept hoping, believing he would become the father of many nations. For God had said to him, That's how many descendants you will have. And Abraham's faith did not weaken, even though, at about one hundred years of age, he figured his body was as good as dead, and so was Sarah's womb. Abraham never wavered in believing God's promise. In fact, his faith grew stronger, and in this he brought glory to God. He was fully convinced that God is able to do whatever He promises, and because of Abraham's faith, God counted him as righteous. And when God counted him as righteous, it wasn't just for Abraham's benefit, it was recorded for our benefit too, assuring us that God will also count us as righteous if we believe in Him, the One who raised Jesus our Lord from the dead. He was handed over to die because of our sins, and He was raised to life to make us right with God. Therefore, since we have been made right in God's sight by faith, we have peace with God because of what Jesus Christ our Lord has done for us. Because of our faith, Christ has brought us into this place of undeserved privilege where we now stand, and we confidently and joyfully look forward to sharing God's glory. We can rejoice, too, when we run into problems and trials, for we know that they help us develop endurance, and endurance develops strength of character, and character strengthens our confident hope of salvation. And this hope will not lead to disappointment, for we know how dearly God loves us, because He has given us the Holy Spirit to fill our hearts with His love. Today we're reading Psalm 13, verses 1 through 6. Four times David asked, How long? He had prayed, but God had hidden himself and not answered. David had examined his heart and knew of no reason why God should abandon him. The longer God waited, the more the enemy would succeed. When you have this same feeling, do what David did and talk to God with an honest and humble heart. Would God be glorified by David's defeat? Would God's cause be helped by David's death? Should the enemy rejoice while God's people suffer? David reasoned with God, but did not try to tell God what to do. You know, sometimes prayer means wrestling. And there was some affirming that went on here. Faith does not always give answers, but it does give encouragement. No matter how successful the enemy appears to be, you can trust the Lord, you can rejoice in the Lord, and you can sing to the Lord and know that He will always deal bountifully with you.
morning, men. This is Pastor Delaney. I pray that your day is off to a good start. Um, it's always encouraging for me to be able to share with you here on Transformational Radio. And uh, this morning, I just wanted to thank all of our refuge men who have uh, come and helped uh, me and served me uh, so wonderfully at um, the Hope Over Heroin events, both in Miami County as well as in Montgomery County. Uh, It's been just a blessing to get to know many of you a little bit better, uh, to getting a chance to spend some time with you and serve with you as we served other people. And I don't want to miss somebody, so I just want to say thank you to all of you who have come and shared with us. And uh, I do look forward to what we're going to be able to do in Columbus together I think in a couple of weeks uh, or in the last part of August, we are going to have a wonderful chance to not only uh, demonstrate to others the transformation that all of you are experiencing that are listening to this this morning, but more importantly, our chance to take that and serve other people with it and serve other people with the message of hope um, over heroin in Jesus Christ. And that's what I want to quickly talk to you about today is I want you that when you start to feel a little hopeless, uh, when your hope is waning uh, in you know, the ministry, you know sometimes we can get to the place where we still feel the pressure of what's going on at home or what's going on around us, or we start to say, do I really have any hope uh, to get better? It just seems that I'm on this endless cycle. Is this the time that it stops? And do I really uh, have a chance to, to pursue? pursue and, 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 and become what God wants me to be. And I, I want you to, to pull away today with just something that I call uh, the hope choice. And I, I take this from Life's Healing Choices book that was written by John Baker and Rick Warren. Uh, they're the guys that started Celebrate Recovery. But um, one of the things that they say in the second choice of the book uh, is they call this the hope choice. And I think it's a wonderful choice for us early in the morning. Uh, to just remember sometimes when uh, life begins to get a little uh, a little more challenging, when, when there's a drudgery to the day, that we can remember some very simple things to keep us on track and remind us that when we aren't feeling hopeful, when we are feeling less than uh, altogether, that we can continue to hope in Christ for the things that he uh, promises us every day. And, and one of those things is, is that we can earnestly believe that he's existing existing right now. He's with you at breakfast. He's with you whenever you're listening to this. Uh, His presence is is near you. Uh, He is looking to commune with you and have a relationship with you today. Uh, And the other piece of it is that you matter to him. Uh, You matter to him. And because you matter to him, he wants you to be comforted. He wants you to understand uh, your value to him. Because he knows that uh, this path of change that you're on is not an easy one. He knows that you're being faced with challenges all around you all the time. And what he wants you to remember is that if you believe in him, he's already believing in you. His word in Jeremiah says this. He says that he loves you with an everlasting love. That is amazing to me. In spite of who we are, The Father loves us with an everlasting love. And so that gives us hope every day that uh, the Lord is here for us. He's existing around us. He wants to share life with us. But I think the really cool part about what Warren says is that 
He says that we matter to him. We deeply matter to God. And um, in Romans 3, he says it this way. He says, God in his gracious kindness declares us not guilty. He's done this through Jesus Christ who has freed us by taking away our sins. What we have to always realize, guys, is that when we're feeling a little rickety in our walk of recovery or we're feeling a little down or we feel like we don't have a lot of hope, is to remember that when we were at our worst, Jesus Christ still died for us. That's how much we matter to him. And so if I know that he loves me everlastingly, if I know that even when I was um, a complete mess, that he still went to the cross knowing I'd be a complete mess, then I can have hope for today. I can have hope that the Lord will change the circumstance of my day. I have hope that he is with me through this day. And so I want to encourage you just with that today, that um, sometimes we uh, need to just be affirmed that we matter to God on a, on a level that we really can't understand and that he understands us at a level that uh, is so deep and so personal that when we start to feel uh, disconnected, when we start to feel like he's not around, to remember that he is existing, he's in your presence as we speak, He's anxious to continue his relationship with you because you matter to him so, so much. And he just wants to uh, carry you through this day with the hope that this day can bring and that he is here to continue to help you change into the, the person and the man that he's always envisioned for you to be. So, Lord, we just uh, pray that blessing over these men today. We affirm these men in their walk with you today. Uh, Lord, thank you for uh, having us be of such value to you because sometimes we don't see the value in ourselves. So, Lord, we uh, use that as energy for today, and we thank you for all of it. In Jesus' name, amen. Psalm 14, verses 1 through 7. For the choir director, a psalm of David. Only fools say in their hearts, there is no God. They are corrupt, and their actions are evil. Not one of them does good. The Lord looks down from heaven on the entire human race. He looks to see if anyone is truly wise, if anyone seeks God. But no, all have turned away. All have become corrupt. No one does good, not a single one. Will those who do evil never learn? They eat up my people like bread and wouldn't think of praying to the Lord. Terror will grip them, for God is with those who obey him. The wicked frustrate the plans of the oppressed, but the Lord will protect his people. Who will come from Mount Zion to rescue Israel? When the Lord restores his people, Jacob will shout with joy, and Israel will rejoice. Proverbs 19, verse 17. If you help the poor, you are lending to the Lord, and he will repay you.
that the bright and morning star would choose to light the way for my ever wandering heart. Not because of who I am, but because of what you've done. Not because of what I've done, but because of who you are. I am a flower quickly fading, here today and gone tomorrow. A wave tossed in the ocean, vapor in the wind. Still you hear me when I'm calling, Lord you catch me when I'm falling. I am your, I am your. 
And this day's podcast from Transformation Radio has ended. If you have any suggestions or questions, affirmations, testimonials, or who I am in Christ, please email radio at menslivechanged.org. That's radio at menslivechanged.org. 